Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. I think it's a privilege that I get to feel calm when my family gets sick, and I want that for every mom. And it really just takes some education, some time, and some practice. And I love being able to teach moms um, to do that same type of, of journey as well as what I got to go through. Living a healthy, balanced life as a mom can sometimes feel impossible. With tiny mouths to feed, butts to wipe, and so many things vying for our attention, it can be easy to feel like we're in an on-again, off-again relationship with healthy living. But it doesn't have to feel this way. I believe every mom is a super mom, and you deserve to feel like one too, and you don't have to go on another diet to do it. Join me, Kristen Dovniak, holistic nutritionist and certified intuitive eating counselor for conversations on what it means to live a healthy, balanced life. I want to help you uncomplicate eating, improve your relationship with food, and live like the supermama I know you are. Hey friends, Kristen here, back for another episode of the Healthy Balance Mama podcast. I have an incredible guest on for you today. I am so excited for you to hear this conversation. It is back to school time. And so, so many of us moms who have kids who are in school, even if they're as young as in preschool or as old as in high school, um, or maybe our kids are grown and we just want to keep ourselves you know, healthy in this, you know, busy fall season when, you know, colds and flus start coming and um, we really want to keep ourselves healthy and we might want to be searching for more natural alternatives rather than always turning to, to medications. And there are so many incredible natural remedies out there that we can use and that we can try. But I think a lot of moms can be really hesitant about how to use them for their kids um, and how to keep their kids healthy when it comes to back to school time. So I brought on the expert in um, pediatric natural health, um, and I'm so excited to to have you hear this interview. It was absolutely incredible. I had such a great time talking to, to Dr. Alana, and I think that you are going to enjoy the conversation just as much as I did. Dr. Alana Ramel is an expert in pediatric integrative medicine. She's the founder of Med School for Moms, where she teaches moms how to be a doctor mom. Her mission is to empower moms to feel calm, competent, and confident when their child gets sick so they can safely be a doctor mom. She's also the founder of Nourish Medical Center in San Diego, California, where she sees kids and mamas one-to-one virtually as well as in person. She also co-hosts the popular Whole30 partnered Whole Mamas podcast where you can find her weekly episodes geared to empowering mamas and mamas-to-be. To learn more, follow her on Instagram at Dr. Alana Romel, where she shares her journey as a mother and doctor from her kitchen to her medical office. And Dr. Alana and I actually have a really fun uh, connection that we made last year, and so we'll share about that a little bit more in the beginning of the podcast. So without further ado, here is my interview with Dr. Alana Romel. Welcome, Dr. Alana. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I actually love how we kind of got connected. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Do you yes. want to share a little story? <laughs> At some well, you point, know I think it's, it'd be fun. It's so funny. It was this time last year, actually, when I was sitting at dinner at a mom's group that I actually help run here in, you know, Newport, Rhode Island. And I was I was sitting at dinner and I was chatting with this awesome woman who just joined our group. And she was, you know, she was talking to me about what I did, and I told her I was a holistic nutritionist. And um, she asked me if I listened to any podcasts. And I was like, 
like, yeah, I do. I love podcasts. I listen to them all the time when I'm running or when I'm in the car. And she's like, have you ever heard the whole Mamas podcast? And I was like, well, yeah, I listen to it all the time. I've been listening to it from the very beginning. And she was like, well, Alana's like one of my best friends. We used to live together. And I was like, what? And so then I started to like fangirl and get super excited. And she's like, I'm going to text her right now and tell her that you know her. I thought so, that was so sweet. And she so did. Funny. She like texted me and she's like, I'm sitting with someone who knows you. You're famous. I'm like, oh my God, I'm not famous. Let me just get that clear. <laughs> I said, but I'm so happy that I can reach people from all over the country. And I'm so glad you guys met because I know you're a really great support for her when she was living in Rhode Island temporarily. So thank you for that. She really does mean a lot to me, this, this particular friend. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I, I think she's awesome, too. And it's so fun that now, you know, we've come full circle and you're here on the podcast with me and, and sharing with us. And I so appreciate you being here. You're welcome. I'm definitely busy. So I think we had to like plan this months out. But (laughs) I love sharing information. And I also I love helping moms who are up to also sharing with their other moms. And so your listeners are probably a new group to me. So I'm happy to help them in any way I can. And I also know what it's like to start a podcast and to start, you know, my business and everything. And so I'm so happy that I was able to make the time to help you out here. So it's really my pleasure. I hope moms get a lot of value from this episode. Oh, I am so sure they will. (laughs) So I already shared your bio in the very beginning, but I would love if you could just start by sharing your story with my listeners, how you got to where you are today as a naturopathic family physician. Okay, great. So I can talk 60 minutes on that. (laughs) I'll try to keep it short. Yeah, when I actually listen to my bio, when it gets read, I'm like, oh my goodness, I really am doing so much. And I love what I do. And so that's something that I think is just so fulfilling to me. I could definitely be very busy, but that's okay. Um, One of the things that you mentioned in my bio is that I I did find, um, I I was a founder of one of the really a great medical center here in San Diego, California called Nourish Medical Center. I love working one-on-one with patients and I love working with the team of doctors. So we have naturopathic physicians there. We have medical doctors there. And so it's just such a nice collaborative group because we do believe in integrative medicine. And I get to be the the token pediatric specialist. So I get to see all the kids, which is absolutely my favorite niche. But when I first started out as a doctor, I was seeing general medicine. So I was seeing adults, elderly kids. I was seeing all ages. And I realized once I became a mother myself, it, there was no question all I wanted to focus my research and really become an expert in is pediatrics. And I'm willing to see moms when they're pregnant simply because obviously there's a child within them. (laughs) I love seeing kids and I love helping moms really learn how to be the best doctor for their kids. So we're going to go into a little bit about med school for moms during um, today's episode. But essentially, if I'm not seeing patients, then I'm working online, just sharing as much content and information with moms all over the country, if not the world at this point, I'm really helping them feel empowered to be their child's number one health advocate. And so I get a, a, a huge amount of reward and fulfillment from that because I know what it's like to be a doctor. I know what it's like to be a mom. And I think it's a privilege that I get to feel calm when my family gets sick. And I want that for every mom. And it really just takes some education, some time and some practice. And I love being able to teach moms um, to do that same type of, of journey as well as what I got to go through. I love that so much. I I know that I have been a part of kind of the the natural health world for a long time. I've been in the holistic nutrition world for like, gosh, seven or eight years now. But when I had my daughter, my oldest daughter, who is five and a half now, I I know that we had, you know, little things that that happened to her when not happened to her, but little illnesses that, that popped up when she was really young. And I felt so paralyzed because I knew so much about natural health for myself and for my husband, but I didn't know a lot about kids. And I don't think that there is that much information for kids. I think there's there's more information that's coming out and a lot of that is thanks to you and what you're sharing. But I think as moms, our our kids' health is so it's so incredibly important. Um, and I think that there are a lot of moms who want to seek more natural, holistic alternatives, but they might not be sure where to turn. Um, and obviously, of course, you know, sometimes medication is necessary for certain conditions and I don't want to discredit that, but there's so many things that we can do in the natural holistic sphere. So I'm wondering if you can just sort of encourage the mom who wants to seek more natural alternatives, but might be, might be hesitant. 
Great. That's a really good question. And I think you're right. Unfortunately, there's not a lot of information out there for pediatrics in particular. I think a big reason is a lot of people are potentially scared because it's such a vulnerable population and or they just don't have the education. And that's actually pretty representative in the naturopathic field. Not a lot of doctors want to specialize in pediatrics. And I look at them and I'm like, you're crazy. This is like the best niche ever. <laughs> but that's okay. And we think I, I, I want to go back to what you were saying about moms being hesitant. I actually think it's a good thing that they're hesitant. And the reason is, is that there are some safety concerns when it comes to what to give your child, whether it's a conventional medicine or if it's a natural therapy. What I love to do is organize and make it as simple as possible for moms to know what is safe and know what is not safe, to know what dosing is appropriate, to know what dosing is not. And also it's a little tricky because you actually want to dose high in many cases for natural therapies to be effective. But then again, you don't want to dose too much. And so we get nervous as moms, like, what do we do? And I actually think a lot of doctors also get nervous trying to teach people simply because they don't want someone to overdose or they don't want to be liable. When I decided that I really wanted to just be an advocate and an educator for this, I did get some people saying to me, like, are you nervous? You know, are you scared? I'm like, no, not at all. What needs to happen is people need the education. And if they get the good education and they feel confident, then we're going to have healthier kids, period. And I've now seen this time and time again, whether it's with my patients I see one-to-one, -one, whether it's with the students who um, join me in med school for moms, they now finally feel like they know what to do with the natural medicines. They know what is safe. They know what they can do, what, what, you know, their child's weight is and how to convert different dosing. And that is what I want. And I think there is a lack of information, but there are some great books out there and I'm happy to share. There's other, you know, doctors doing it. Um, one in particular is Dr. Alyssa Song. She's an MD, a holistic MD who I just think is doing great things. Her focus also is pediatrics. So there are not a lot of us out there, but there are some of us who really are being proactive in teaching moms, but I don't think it's a bad thing for moms to be hesitant. What I would say to these moms in particular is you don't have to start big. Maybe you start with one or two natural medicines and just get comfortable with those. You know, just use them when your kids get sick, play around with them, you know, learn a lot about those two medicines and then you just grow over time. You don't have to know it all. It is very overwhelming. The toolbox of natural medicine is extremely large, but that's also the cool thing about it. So I help organize that. I help you figure out what to do. I have tons of free guides and, and cheat sheets really to help you even figure out which two remedies maybe you want to start with. So anyway, I, to answer that question, I just, I find that yes, there is a need and I think that it's being fulfilled more and more, but I think any mom at any time, whether they're hesitant or not can start slow and they could still see very good success. I think that's so encouraging. Um, I think for the mom listening who who is hesitant, that it's okay to start small. You don't have to go, you know, 100% all in. I'm only going to do things naturally because, you know, <laughs> we want to start small. We want to start with one thing and see how it works and become comfortable. And I think that's how you empower moms is by giving them that, you know, simple but effective information so they can start, they can do one thing. And when they see success with that, they can move on to the other thing and build that confidence and feel empowered to take their family's health into their hands. And, and yeah, to feel confident that even though they're not a doctor, they can still be a doctor mom. Yes. And I think you say something very wise is everyone can go at their own pace. And I think that's actually very great and beautiful. There's no wrong or right way of that. And the way that I created med school for moms is there's something for any path. Like if you just want like a little taste or if you really want to go fully in, there's something for every mom. So I don't want moms to feel too pressured by this. And they may have one kid. And by the time they have maybe their third kid, they feel like they've mastered it more, you know, and that's okay. You know, there's something to learn for everyone. And I just think it's so neat for the moms who are just interested in the journey as is that, yes, you can do this. And it just takes the right education and the right time frame for you to really set aside and dedicate to it. And I just love teaching it. I, I just think it is the coolest thing. And I'm, I mean, I, I couldn't be more happy and proud of what I was able to create in the nine months that I took. I felt like I like birthed a baby in that time, <laughs> but I was really, really dedicated to making it happen. So I was really happy with how it, and, and the feedback's just great. So I know I'm really making a difference for moms. 
That is awesome. And, you know, I can, I can speak to the, I think the confidence that comes with trying natural alternatives and just with having a second kiddo, because I have, I have my five and a half year old, she'll be six in November. And then I have an almost two year old. And I definitely, the more I have learned over, you know, my first five years as a mom, I'm certainly not an experienced mom by any means, at least not for that long. But the things I've learned, I'm more, I'm more confident in, um, and that I know that they're going to be they're going to be effective and I'm not, I'm not hesitant like I was in the beginning. Yeah, either. And, and actually, Kristen, I would say you are an experienced mom. I mean, you've got at least almost six years of practice mm-hmm. and your, your two kids have gotten sick at least a dozen times. I mean, it's inevitable that kids get sick by the time that they're six years old or, you know, combined. Some kids get sick every two weeks to three weeks. I mean, it, of course, every individual is different, but the great thing is that you get to practice every time your child gets sick. And I find that to be very important empowering. And so then you get to like experiment with different tools. And as long as you know what's safe, then you get to really learn and practice. And so that's what I really want for moms. Yes, totally. So there is something that you created um, that I find just so cool. And I kind of wanted to start here. I know you've talked about med school for moms and you have so many incredible resources. Um, But the first thing that you created was the Nourish Kids Medical Kit and book that goes along with it. And in this, in the kit and in the book, you really kind of go over the the basics of like the sort of natural mama essentials or natural medicine essentials. So I'm wondering if you have a place where the mom listening where she might want to start because like you said there are many different places that the mom can start but do you have you know some things that you would recommend for her maybe something in your kit or a place where she might want to start with her natural medicine kit yeah so absolutely and that is actually good to kind of reflect on that because that was a like two years ago or now more that's kind of how I started is with this medicine kit and it was so interesting it was a very very personal, almost like selfish project. I did it when, no, so it had to have been more than two years because my daughter is almost three. So maybe it was three years ago. I did it when I was pregnant with my daughter because I knew I needed to be prepared. So when she would get sick, I knew I didn't want to like scramble to the health food store or order my supplements online or figure out what to do. I said, what are the top conditions I know she's going to have at some point? I want my medicines on hand now. So I made this little medicine kit and I love organizing. So I just organized it. I found this cute box. I like put everything in its own little compartments and I kept on looking at it and I was like, oh my goodness, I shouldn't be the only one having this. So I started bringing it to work and like using it as an educational opportunity to teach my my patients. And they're like, can I buy this? And another one, can I buy it? Where can I buy this? I want to buy this. And I was like, oh my goodness, I think I need to like make this available for sale. That's how it started. And then I realized, look, I can't just sell it without like a step-by-step guide. You know, like no one really knows what to do with them. They're just cute and they're placed here. So that's when I kind of went on this journey and I created this 50 page guidebook and I teach all the 24 remedies that I just love for the seven different, um, common conditions for kids. And then I made these like algorithms and it just became this big project that really has touched like thousands of mom's lives. And I've gotten great feedback. So I'm like, wow, I guess I have something here. Like, I guess I can really help organize people's thoughts and really share. And so from that is really what kind of came med school for moms. I was like, okay, now moms are even more hungry. You know, like they want to even learn at at a greater depth. So for the moms who are still just new to this, I turned the Nourish Kids ebook into now a, what I call now the Dr. Mom's Master Guidebook. It essentially walks you through how to build your medicine kit and then teaches you how to use the medicines for these different conditions in a very safe, obviously, dose. I dose my medicines anywhere from 15 pounds to 90 pounds. Um, 13 of the 24 remedies are safe for newborns, and then the other 11 are safe for six months and above. So you could see, I mean, it really does work for so many different conditions, and every remedy is safe for a nursing mom or a pregnant mom. So that's also a nice perk. But where to start at this point, excuse me, you don't even need to buy the medicine kit or the book. You can still see all of my favorite medicines just by going to medschoolformoms.com. We have a whole medicine section. I mean, I get bombarded with messages on Instagram or emails just asking like, what are your favorite immune support or what's your favorite kids multivitamin or what's your favorite fish oil? And so I just wanted to make that so easy for moms to access because simply 
it's my job to keep up to date with all the new products and you know what's the best the taste and you know what's the most potent and medicinal and effective and cost uh, friendly and so I'm always updating that so go ahead and check out that on medschoolformoms.com just to kind of see what's out there but I you know I'm not shy of sharing all of my good stuff I mean I even give you access to even learning all those 24 remedies without having to buy anything just so you can start you know I want this information available for everyone now if you really want to understand it, learn it, you know, know the safety, then I do recommend at least the guidebook um, to get you going. But I just love, again, going back to like the mom who may be hesitant, you just start with like maybe one or two, maybe three, right? Or the mom who just wants to go full in and they're like, nope, I want it all. And then they just get all the 24 remedies and they're like set. So it, I really try to fulfill a gap for any type of mom. But I do think that it is so important for moms to just start getting used to what works for them and also what works for their kids. You know, some kids may gravitate more towards a medicine called homeopathy, while other kids, they just see amazing results with herbal medicines or health food supplements. Again, our, our natural medicine toolbox is truly so great. I help organize it so that moms understand the different categories of medicine so that they can say, you know, I'm really interested in herbal medicine. That's where I'm going to start. Or, you know, I'm really interested in homeopathy. That's where I'm going to start. And so then they get to pick and choose. And that's what I, you know, I really teach that throughout um, the website for free and then also in the courses and such. I love that you are so willing to to share this information so much for free. And then, you know, you have areas where the moms can can dig in. But I think a lot of moms are craving this information and wanting to learn more, but wanting to learn from a professional, too, because there's so much information on the Internet. And there are so many supplements when even though like I have experience in holistic health, but I will go into the supplement store and stare at the kids multivitamins because I, I like to mix it up time and time again and kind of choose something yes. different and going, all right, there's like 30 different options. I'm just going to stand here and my kids like running around behind me, which one am right, I going to choose? And it's overwhelming. <laughs> totally. Yeah. So right, here and from- that's why I want moms to really understand what they're looking for. So I'm so sorry to interrupt, but yes, I mean, I really get that that is the real thing because I'm an expert in this and even me, I can stand in this supplement store and be like, oh my God, moms have to be overwhelmed by this. This is, I mean, it's just enormous amount of options. How do you know which one is actually going to be effective, which one to spend my money on, which one even like the label actually is what it says is actually in the powder or the pill. Totally. And yeah, all all I was going to say is that because you are a professional and you do have that experience and that you're sharing this information openly, which I think is, is so great. So I have a follow-up question then. So you have your, you know, the the things listed on the site with, you know, your favorites that the moms might, you know, want to start with. But is there, do you have any kind of just like baseline advice for the mom who's looking at, say, a multivitamin or something like that in the health food store, or maybe they're not in the health food store, maybe they're at Target. Is there anything like general where you're like, you know, look for this, don't look for that? Or is that just way too general? (laughs) No, it's okay. I've got tons of opinions about this, but here's like maybe like the first top two things I can think of. The first one is when we're trying to find a good nutrient for our child to better their health, we want to avoid as many chemicals, additives, fillers that aren't nutritive or nourishing to the child. I find this to be all too often what I see with these over-the-counter medicines is these companies really try to do their best because they're trying to supply something to help. But when they add ingredients that actually can harm the child, it doesn't make any sense to me. And I feel like it is like a big fat waste of money. So anytime as your rule of thumb, you look at a bottle and you turn it over and you read the ingredients list, there's any chemicals in there that you just cannot pronounce because it has numbers and letters and is too long of a word that you just like fumble over likely that's not going to be a good nutrient. If there are additives or coloring, so I see this all the time in kids' medicines, the color red, the color yellow, the color blue, because they want to you know, add fun and color. Do not buy that. This is doing more harm than good with the nutrient profile. So you don't want to add that to your child's daily routine. 
And there are some that have just have so much sugar in them, understandably, to try to make them taste good. But I promise there are others that are better out there that are substitutes for that. Because again, you don't want to try to give something to your child that is suppressing their immune system when you're trying to increase it. So I would just say that's like the number one rule is you really want to find companies that are just doing very good quality assurance, they're pure formulas, they're looking for any type of toxicity or metals or, you know, whatever that may be. And this is why I really trust my online store called Fullscript. This is where I send patients to, is where I order my own supplements for my family. I feel like they carry professional grade brands that have kind of done this for us. So it's like, I, I don't, I feel comfortable. Okay, if there's a supplement on there, then I can trust. But I'm really particular because this is what I do. I do so much research trying to keep up with the most updated stuff. It just pains me when I see these over-the-counter supplements that it's really more they're out for business and money versus the health of our kids. And so that's when I'm not okay with it. So anyway, that's kind of the first thing that I would say. I think that's very important to look out for. And the second part of it is, you know, it's very important to look for the nutrient forms that are most bioavailable. And so what that means is different vitamins and minerals, they are bound to different type of molecules so that when they're consumed, they actually get and they do what they're supposed to do in the body. So they get to the places they're supposed to get to and they do the actions that they're supposed to do. And so oftentimes what I see in some formulas is that they're using some some t- t- forms of nutrients that are just not well absorbed. And we've been, research has shown that that's like outdated. That's like old information. And so I find very quickly that a supplement company is either a good company who's staying up to date with the research quickly by looking at two different nutrients, when it, especially in a multivitamin. So here's like a quick cheat sheet. You want to look at folate and you want to look at B12. So these are two B vitamins. And if you see folate as folic acid, you can also automatically know that they're probably not up to date with the research. You really always want folate in a in a product, not folic acid. And when you're looking at the B12 forms, you want to see methylcobalamin. If you see cyanocobalamin, again, you know they're kind of out of date. And so they haven't like really been on top of what's the best of the best. And so I would say maybe those two, Kristen, are probably like my top two like quick things that I look for out of any product. And then of course I deep dive into so many other things, but I just think that those are two very important things that any mom could do right now with anything maybe that's on their counter to look at if it's from Target or Walmart or Costco or whatever and ensure, does it have those two things? Get rid of it. If it doesn't, you know, and if they comply with this, great, maybe that is a good nutrient for their kid. I think that's so helpful because as moms, we just, we want to, we want our kids to be healthy. And so we give them that multivitamin, but if it's not doing anything for them or it's doing more harm than good with, you know, the additives and things like that, obviously that's, that's not improving our kids' health. So I think that was right. such, such great advice. I had a, a teacher back in nutrition school who used to say that um, cheap vitamins are just expensive pee. Yes. And I've always, that's always stuck with me. And I'm like, where, yeah, I mean, it might be a little bit cheaper or it might be accessible, but sometimes it's worth, you know, going to a different store and you know, getting something that's going to be really effective for your kids. There's no question. And I just find that to be so important, especially in the natural medicine world, because unfortunately, there's so little regulation. You know, they're not regulated by the FDA like our conventional drugs are. There's some pros and cons to that, but that means that anything that is a natural medicine does not mean that what it says on the label is actually what's inside the bottle. And that's very scary when it comes to what we're giving our kids. Um, You know, they're very small little individuals. And so we want to make sure that what we're giving them is actually safe and what's in there. So this is why I'm such a proponent of my professional grade products, even though they come at a higher price. I know what's in, what's on the labels in the medicine because I know these companies. I, I mean, I work with them closely. And so that means a lot. That goes a long way when I trust a company and when I recommend things. Um, so that just, I think, is an important side note to keep in mind. 
And that kind of goes back to just sitting at the supplement store again, overwhelmed what to do. And so this is why I love my online store full script is like, it's just, it's all organized for you. You know, these are good quality. You're not going to get, you know, ripped off. You're not, you know, it's great. Plus I give 15% off discount to everyone because I know that they are expensive. I mean, I, I know I buy them for my family. It's, it could be overwhelming. So at any time, every order, and I never change this, it's 15% off for everyone. Because like I said, I want to get good products, safe products, good high quality products in the hands of every family. And I know that it could be costly. So I think that the discount does help with these orders. So I'm happy to provide that. That's awesome. And I think like you said in the beginning too, it's just like with any natural remedies, um, with supplements, multivitamins, things like that, you don't have to start by overhauling everything. You can start with one thing at a time as it fits into your family's budget. And as you start to prioritize your family's health. And I think the think oftentimes when moms see their kids just healthier and happier on a daily basis, it's easy to start prioritizing yes. when they, they see no them. There's no question. And yeah, I mean, when you see good outcomes, like less colds, less flus, less, you know, irritability, better focus, then obviously it helps. So that is a big deal. You know, the other thing, Chris, I was going to mention is on my website, there's a free down again at all this free stuff, but it's great. Again, I just love giving free stuff, but I made this download. It's called, um, Dr. Mom's top five family remedies, I think is what I called them. Essentially. I started getting frustrated with my household cause I was like ordering so many supplements like, okay, this fish oil for my daughter and this fish oil for me. And then this fish oil for my husband. So now that's like three. And then I went to like probiotics. Okay. This one for her, this one for him. And I was like, this is so expensive. It's just too many things to manage. And I'm done. Like if I'm done and I believe in it obviously, but this can't be the way it is. So I took a few hours to really research and I realized, okay, I can actually take five products that the entire family can use on like a day-to-day basis. And I just kind of like adjust the dose, but it's, it, you know, it tastes good enough for like the infant or, or the toddler, but my husband will still take it. And then it's still potent enough for us. So anyway, I put this together really, again, selfishly for me. Again, everything I do just for my life is what I love to share with people is, is kind of how my work flows. And so now I've just made that available. So now you can see what my favorite five products are. So if any family's trying to look for something, at least they can say, okay, this is where I can start. So that's also available on medschoolformoms.com. I love that. What a cool concept that, you know, you can, I know for years, my husband and I have shared a lot of supplements, like we'll take the same Good. fish oil, we'll take the same probiotics, yeah. but because I think, oh my gosh, there's so much to marketing too, when it comes to, and obviously, you know, there's, there's different probiotic strains that can um, benefit women in different ways than men. But you know, overall, there's a lot of things that we can, you know, with fish oil, we can take the same fish oil and save a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of ways we can do that. So that's awesome. I'm so glad you have that, that resource too. Good. Yeah, no, to all of pleasure. these resources for sure. I'm all about helping moms just be more efficient with their time and money and just make it workable. Like that's the thing is I think there's just so much overwhelm and information these days. And I, I just, I know that I've got something in my brain that like helps me organize things. And so that's really what I love to really help inspire with moms so that they can really do this and feel like they got it. That is, yeah, that is so great. And yeah. I, I think that that's very comforting. I'm hoping to the mom that's listening that she's like, oh, I can do this. I just need to start mm-hmm. with these couple of things. And Dr. Alana's got me. <laughs> yeah, you got it. And I'm so happy to help in that way. So right about when this podcast comes out, about a month from when we're recording, is going to be back to school time. And I think on a lot of mom's brains who have kids who have been in school before, who have kids who are are entering school, I know that my oldest daughter has been in daycare since she was um, a little bit younger in, in preschool, but she's going into kindergarten this year, which is a lot more kids than there was in her small little Mm -hmm. preschool Um, and our kids immune systems and keeping them healthy as they go into these you know these rooms with you know 25 30 other kids for an entire day um, is definitely on their mind so do you have any you know doctor mom advice for keeping them healthy in the back to school days Yes, absolutely. So I actually just put together a back to school checklist. So I'll share that with you as well. And you can put that in your show notes. I'll remember to send that to you. Essentially, I've divided it up into three different categories because again, it could be very overwhelming. So here is my organization. The first one are like, what are some medicines that you must have so that you can feel like you're being proactive and you can help prevent 
illness in the first place so I can go over medicines. I then go into food as medicine. And I know, Kristen, how much you obviously believe in this. I mean, this is part mm-hmm. of your huge philosophy and and it is part of mine too. So like, what can we do now to help our kids boost their immune system with food? And then the third category that I feel so strongly about and I talk about so much in my teachings is mindset medicine. And I, and I know you're very interested in that too is, you know, we need to really be able to focus on how to decrease stress in both mom and child in order mm-hmm. to help to facilitate, you know, a, a much less stressed out and, and frequently sick type of experience. So I give tips is like a checklist just so it's like an easy to follow thing. I'll give you that, that um, link so your audience can also listen or, or I'm sorry, or, or view it. But let's go ahead into maybe just a couple of those categories so moms at least listening can kind of get like a little sneak peek. Um, Two of my absolute favorite medicines that I recommend to all, whether they're nursing moms, pregnant moms, moms or parents, they don't even have to be, you know, at any age, and then every child is these two products that not only help to fight illness when they're sick, but what I love about them is that they really help prevent illness in the first place. The the two of them are called elderberry syrup, and then another product is called Berry Well Immune Support. So these are my top two that I do talk about in my medicine kit and my my, my my guidebooks. And the reason why I love them so much is that you see how versatile they are. They not only could be used when your child is sick, but what I, I, I love that they can be used to help prevent. And so when I say prevent illness, I want to be very realistic. The first thing is when there is back to school time, it's inevitable your child will get sick at some point. Mm-hmm. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when, and so we do want to be prepared. But what these natural medicines do is that they decrease the duration of an illness. So it's a very different cold if it lasts 10 or 14 days than if it only lasted two or three days. I mean, it's a huge different experience for the child and the entire family. The second thing is it decreases intensity. So a child who spikes a fever of 106 is a very different child who spikes a fever of 101 and is still playing around. So again, it decreases the intensity and, and, and then also the severity of the symptoms turning into something even worse. And then it also decreases the, the reoccurrence. So maybe your, sick, your child does get sick, but they get sick maybe once every season, which is not abnormal. And that's actually not anything to make it mean anything. It's just, okay, well, this kid just got sick every season. It's good for their immune system to have some kind of illness. They got over it in three or days and then that's it. That's not a big deal. But then there are kids, and I know because I see them in my practice, that will get sick like every three weeks. So every three weeks, they're sick for like a week. That, that's just too much. You know, that's way too much. So these are the kids that need these extra support. And really, I get them to be those kids that only get sick maybe once a season or maybe even once a year or twice a year. So every individual is very different, but I find such great success with either elderberry syrup and or very well immune support. The reason why I like to teach on both is a couple of reasons. One, you can give both of them if you want. You don't have to. You could choose one or the other. But what I like is that, you know, you have two kids, so you can relay one day they love the syrup and then the next day they don't want it. Mm-hmm. And so that's okay. Now you got the powder, which is the very well immune support. Um, and I just like to vary it up because I think just like you said with the multivitamin, it's just nice to vary things up. So it's just nice to have these two things on hand. So these are herbal remedies that I like to suggest. They're very safe. You can start as as young as six months of age. Like I said, nursing moms, pregnant moms, any parents can take them as well. And I just think that those are two that I have on my checklist. I still have others on my checklist, but I really wanted to share that with your listeners just as a way to start. Oh, those are those are so great. And I have not actually tried the berry well, but we do elderberry all like winter long and I I was thinking we should start earlier this year and and you should start earlier in fact even starting now right before school starts is going to be important just to give that um, body the boost so I think it's really important and it's not like you have to give it to your child every day of her life or his life it you know maybe focus on the back to school time cold and flu season um if you didn't know this the day after halloween is also some of the sickest times that our offices are busy simply because 
the consumption of sugar is so high on Halloween, mm. kids are inevitably sick the next day, which actually leads me into my next category is food as medicine. So I talk a lot about sugar in that section. Um, I love giving this information because I, I think mom's jaws like drop. They don't realize this, but studies show that even a small amount of sugar consumption within 30 minutes of consuming, your child's immune system is 50% decrease in function. So this wow. is pretty much setting your your kid up to getting sick, okay? They only have 50% of their defense, and even that small bit of sugar can last up to five hours of this decreased immune function. And so I think it's just an important um, statistic and you know, information for, for parents to know because I know it's not easy to say no. I know it's not easy to deny our children. I know it's not easy to avoid it 100%. And I think during back to school, cold and flu season, you know, the times that you could just like expect that the illness is going to just increase is really where you want to be a little bit more firm on this. You want to really talk to the schools about not encouraging sugar. You want to talk maybe to the grandparents who like to give your kids treats simply because you know it's going to increase their susceptibility to illness. Totally. And I mean, we're, we're all about balance around here, but I think that it's one of those things that like, moms need to be just aware of. And something right, that, but let them choose, right? Yes, as long yeah. as they're educated about it, they get to yeah, choose that and totally. that's okay. <laughs> and I think that, you know, our, our big philosophy in our house is because our, our kids are still young and they're not like going to birthday parties every weekend or, or eating mm-hmm. cake and, you know, all the time or things like that. Um, we just, we don't really keep it in our house. And so we don't really have sugary treats in our house too much. And, you know, on occasion, like my husband makes these incredible chocolate chip cookies. And every once in a while, he'll be like, I feel like baking cookies. And we are not going to say no when my husband's like, I feel like baking cookies. But it's not every day. It's not even every week. And so we just don't really have it in our house. And when we're out and about and, you know, there is a birthday party or something, it's, it's not a huge deal if my kids have a little bit of sugar. But it's just not something that's a part of our everyday life anymore. And, and they know that. And it doesn't feel like restrictive to them or anything because it's just, well, we don't really have candy at home. But, you know, when we go out, sometimes we have a little bit of cake or, and I have to say, my daughter is allergic to corn. So that makes it a little oh, bit it, easier. It because, does make it easier. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it makes it, it makes it, you know, hard on her a little bit, but she's, as she's getting older, she's realizing that it doesn't feel good when she has corn. It's not good. an anaphylactic and that's reaction. Good for her but yeah. To feel. Um, I will say, though, you are now going into kindergarten with your daughter. Is that right? Yeah, yes, your yeah. your daughter. So, it's gonna and change. so you are <laughs> going to be invited to more birthday parties and mm-hmm. you are you are going to be I mean, I've seen I've patients who literally every weekend is another birthday party oh with another gosh. colored, you know, artificially colored cake with, you know, all the additives and all this stuff and it's really hard to say no to your child. Um, so I really get that this is a real thing and I really, I feel for them because I'm, I'm exactly of the philosophy that you practice is we just don't have it in the house. So, I mean, our family just doesn't eat it unless we're out and then it's a treat it and then it's fun. And I totally agree with you. There's a great balance there. I just love this education so that moms and, and parents in general can just really be proactive in when they do give their kids sugar, just what it does do to their bodies. Mm -hmm. So that if their kids get sick, they're not blaming it on, you know, the school. They're not blaming. I mean, it's just, this is how their immune system functions. And so here are the risks that you take in choosing the choice that you do. And if you want to do it, knowing great, (laughs) do it, just go in, I think with a good mindset and you know, the intentions behind it. Totally, totally. I think that's such powerful information for moms too, because I didn't, I didn't even know that stat. I knew that sugar's not good for our immune system, but I didn't realize how much of an effect. Mm-hmm. So I know, I, yeah. it's amazing. It's crazy. So I would love to talk a little bit about the mindset part of it, only because this is really where I, I target moms. Like I think we focus so much on our kids, and as moms, we want everything we can do for our kids, and then we like forget about ourselves. And this is not an uncommon scenario. You know, our kids are very dependent on us, so this is not something that I judge or I think is wrong. I just also think it's so important that we get reminders as ourselves because we really, um, we're the, you know, we're the, not, not in every household are we the main provider. I mean, there's plenty of households now that men are actually the main cooks or the, you know, they, they're the ones who are doing a lot more household stuff. So I, I don't ever want to, um, judge. I, you know, I, I do, I talk so much to moms and I call them doctor moms, but this is really for all caretakers and, and, and parents and such. 
Um, I think going back to school, one of my biggest bits of advice is to already look at your schedule ahead of time. Be proactive in this. If you're already looking at the schedule and feeling anxious or if you're feeling stretched like, oh my God, how am I going to make this work? I highly encourage you to cancel something on your your day-to-day routine, whether that's maybe a kid's extracurricular activity or maybe that's you're asking a friend for help maybe to carpool on Thursdays because you really want to get to that Pilates class or whatever that is for you that you just feel that is too much of a stretch, get on it now. You know, like it's never too late to ask for help or start canceling things or saying no to things because if it's already feeling like a stress to you in the moment, you're going to resent it. It's going to cause more stress on you. It'll then impact your child because our children pick up on everything that we feel And then you're going to get sick, they're going to get sick, everyone's going to get sick. So I just wanted to mention that as like a a quick takeaway for back to school because this is where schedules are changing, routines are changing, and we get a choice in this. You know, I think we oftentimes like go into back to school saying, okay, the school schedule is this, we've got all these extracurricular stuff, this is what the friends are doing, this is what we're doing, and it just becomes this like roller coaster of this like very busy schedule that isn't always in the best interest of mom, parents, kids. And so I think it's really important to be very conscientious of what you're saying yes to. Oh, I think that's so important. I'm nodding over here going, yes, I think I have learned this lesson myself in the last year as I've been doing more in my business and my husband's career has gotten busier Mm -hmm. and my kids have gotten older. And so they're into activities and learning like we have to prioritize what is most important to our family and saying no so that we don't get too stressed out because stress isn't good for our immune system either and it's not good for our family um yeah it's not good for our family in general so I think that that's so important that you mentioned that and I don't know if the mom who you know is listening to this to this podcast about becoming a doctor mom expected to hear about mindset so I hope that she understands like how powerful it can be yeah you know very interesting that you say that I think that's what makes my program so unique is that I really focus a lot on mindset. And I realized that because I work with so many moms who are either the overwhelmed, the stressed, the fearful type of mom, even if I teach them the different medicines, the dosing, the safety, you know, all the how to figure out and navigate different conditions, if she comes at it being fearful, stressed, panicked, overwhelmed, she simply cannot make very good decisions. She can't think Mm. clearly. So it has to start with mindset. She won't really know how to decipher when is it safe, when is it important to go to the doctor or when is it safe to treat my child from home? She'll always take the path of, I need the help, I need the support, I'm going to the doctor, which I don't think is actually a bad path at all. I think if you're ever in doubt, absolutely go. But what I don't want is that she feels disempowered because of it, or she feels like she failed, or she feels like she couldn't handle it, because I do believe moms can, but it starts with the mindset. You have to turn off all of the noise and all of the chaos and all of the stuff, and when our lives are just so busy and so chaotic, we don't actually have the time to do that. And so we're just on autopilot. And I just, I know this because I work with so many moms and I've been there myself. I mean, I can't teach anything that I haven't actually done myself. And so I've just learned techniques and tools and I teach my step-by-step methods and how I do this for myself. And so I know how it empowers moms and that's how they go from what I call like, um, the, the mindset of being fearful to like a really clear mindset. And it's so important that moms really can master this as their first step of being a doctor mom. Thank you. Thank you so much for talking mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. It is so, so incredibly important. It's that whole concept of, you know, we need to put our oxygen mask on first. And I think we can hear that. But hearing it from a doctor and hearing it from someone who's like, this is how you can be better for your family by starting with your mindset so you can have that clear mind so you can Mm -hmm. step away from that fear and into, you know, clarity and into, I guess, empowerment of, you know, taking care of your family the best you can. Yeah, you got I'm really passionate about that topic. So yes, I'm glad we even got a chance to talk about that. Thank you. Yeah, totally. So I have one one more question that I want to I want to ask you um, really quick because I want to honor your time. I don't want to keep you on too long. 
But in talking about family health, you already started talking a little bit about food as medicine when um, you talked about sugar, but I would be remiss if I did not talk about the fact that you are an epic meal prepper and you have the coolest <laughs> Instagram posts. So you share on your stories and in your feed um, about how you meal prep and how you really make feeding your family whole foods happen in your incredibly busy life. Like as, you know, as anyone, and obviously, you know, you have your own, your own balance that you found but the the listener listening to your resume like you said in the beginning they know that you you're doing a lot so and I know we talked about you know what we put into our bodies in terms of food is our first form of medicine so how do you make eating whole foods and this you know food as medicine happen as a busy mom well, thank you so much before I answer this and just the acknowledgement. Um, it's actually a Monday that we're recording and I am going to meal prep today. So Mondays are my meal prep. So after I work, I go home and I just, I, I, because I value food as medicine so much in my life, this is like a non-negotiable for me. So when I say that is it is on my schedule every Monday between about four to seven. That's just when it works for me to schedule it. So everyone in my life knows this is where I am. Everyone who now my Instagram followers know where I am, but it, it used to be my family and friends just knew that I was a no to a Monday night commitment or I was a no to maybe even a Monday activity that my kid would have or, or I would work around it, you know, or it'd be someone else has to drop this person off or someone else has to pick this person up or, you know, there's no patient schedule during that time. There's no podcast recording during that time. Like it is something on my schedule that is so incredibly important to me. And that's how I make it happen. Now, every couple months, I sometimes have to reevaluate is the Monday night the most workable, but oftentimes, I mean, for the last couple of years, it has been the Monday night, but again, things shift and family shift and different responsibilities, but there has to be some time in the week that I'm in the kitchen. And I like to schedule these, the three hours. I'm very frequently, I I'm done much before three hours, but it's because I practice. So every week I practice this. And now that I share it on Instagram, it does take me a little bit longer since I record things and I share. So that's why the three hours is important. But if I'm not doing it, I could probably do it sometimes in an hour and a half or two. I've just become so efficient at it. But the reason why I, I, I bring this part up is that it, it is aligned with my value. My value is to provide healthy food for my family. And because I'm so busy is why this is actually even more necessary. Because I know, let's say, give an example on Tuesdays, I see patients all the way till seven, it's my long day. I'm not home till 7.30. The last thing I wanna do is be in my kitchen and cook some food for my family. It's just not gonna happen. If I didn't have food already prepped, I would likely either order in, pick up food on the way, and I just don't like it. Like. It's not only just expensive, but that's not like the main obstacle. It's just that I know that they're not using the greatest ingredients and I just don't feel as good after I eat food from eating out. However, on the weekends, I love eating food out here and there. It's fun for me, you know? So I have that balance and my balance is Monday through Friday, I cook every meal. Everything that we eat, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, is coming from my meal preps in some way or another or just you know groceries that I bought for the week. If we have leftovers, great, which we oftentimes do. Saturday and Sunday, we get to pick from those. And if not, my husband cooks. <laughs> That's our rule. I'm not in the kitchen anymore on the weekends. And he's actually been cooking a lot more, which has been awesome. Um, or we eat out, you know, and that's just, that's our treat. And that's what we get to do. So I just find this to be so important in my life. And I love to inspire others because I think oftentimes we make things a little bit more complicated. It's the same thing kind of with like, how do we keep our kids healthy? Sometimes we feel overwhelmed and we make it more complicated and there's nothing wrong with that because it can feel overwhelming. The same thing, there's so many medicines, there's so many options. Same thing with cooking. There's so many ingredients. There's so many options when you go to the grocery store. So why I decided to start sharing my meal prep stories on Instagram is I've just gotten such awesome feedback to say like, oh my God, I can do this. Like the meals you cook, they're not that hard. I'm like, exactly. <laughs> I actually want the easier, the better, the fewer ingredients, the better. And they're delicious. I mean, my whole family loves it. You know, we eat really healthy foods and I'm so happy that we get I get to provide food as medicine to my my whole family and to me included. It's a no-brainer and even the days I don't want to do it, I just thank my brain for sharing and I keep on moving forward because I know if I don't 
cook that day, then the whole week is impacted. It's not just like those couple hours. And I feel so good by the end of it. I know you can relate. I'm sure you do meal preps as well. And it just feels so good by the end. You're like, oh my God, I feel so prepared for the week. I do. And it's so funny. I actually just posted on Instagram this past week that this summer is just been it's been crazy. So my husband's a sailor. So he's gone a lot on the weekends. And my meal prep is typically on a Sunday. And it's a lot harder, especially with our little one who doesn't watch TV. Um, I can put a show on and and I have no shame in putting a show on for my big Mm -hmm. kid when I need to go get something done quickly. You know, she's not sitting there for three hours, but, you know, she'll she'll watch something for a little while. But if my little one isn't napping or it's been a crazy day or something, it's really hard to make it work, especially in Mm -hmm. the summertime. And so we've kind of gotten off of our meal prep game. I prep, but it's not as much as I do in the wintertime. But our family is feeling it. We're feeling not Mm. having those options throughout the week. We're feeling eating out a little bit more often or, you know, grabbing things. Even when I'm grabbing like a salad at the health food store, you know, it's it's good, but it still has some ingredients that I might not use at home. And so when it's all about consistency, right, when it happens on a consistent basis, I'm like, all right, I'm not feeling as good. And so now we're in this in this space of getting back into the routine of doing more prep because it really does just simplify life. And that's why I I think that's why I wanted to highlight your meal prep because you're such a good example of like you know we live this busy life but we prioritize and this is how we prioritize our family eating well and feeling good because it is so powerful the food we put in our bodies really really does affect how we feel there's no question and there's two things if you don't mind me adding and I know we're probably running out of time I could talk forever so thanks for it's okay we'll wrap up soon um the two things I want to say about it is my husband and I, we're so committed to feeling good because both of us are very passionate about what we do. We're both in the health field. And if we feel like if we're not practicing what we preach, that's not aligned with our integrity. And both of us are like so on it with that. And so I just feel like in everyone I want to feel is the world deserves your best version of yourself. You know, we all have gifts in different ways. And if you aren't on top of your game because you're feeling sluggish because of this or that, then it's not fair to other people. And it's definitely not comfortable for you. So that's one thing that really motivates us is that we just really take care of ourselves because we love what we do and it helps us to inspire more people. So that drives us. And then the second part of it is, um, Oh, shoot. I lost my train of thought with the second. But I think you were saying about the different ingredients. So yeah, like even if you're picking up a salad at a health food store, yes, that's a great option. There's no question. But there are. There are hidden ingredients. There's things that you may not like. And I just love to not, not, it's not necessarily like have control over it, but it is. I mean, I like to know what's in my food. And as long as I keep my rule up that I'm eating Monday through Friday, really top quality food, then it doesn't really matter to me if I eat out and I'm eating the vegetable oils or I'm eating something that may be contaminated with something because like I just know like 80% of the time I'm eating excellent. So like it's that's part of my balance and I actually feel really good about that. I, I like going out to eat and I like splurging and I like having that because I know I'm doing so well the other days. So if, if that started creeping in to Tuesday and Thursday and then Friday, then I wouldn't really have that sense of balance that really works well for me in my life. Yes. Thank you so much for pointing that out. I think that's that's so important that every mom finds their own balance in that way mm-hmm. and their own form of you know prepping ahead in whatever way works for their family to just make it happen because it is so important, like you said, and so that we can do whatever it is we're called to do, to be a mom, to be a doctor like you are, you know, to be someone who, you know, who is passionate about their family's health. We need to be, we need to be treating our bodies well. Great. Well, thanks. Yeah, I, I can't agree with you more on this one. So I have three final questions that I like to ask each and every one of my guests um, because I'm a foodie at heart and I want to share food in a way that is joyful. And these are just quick little rapid fire questions. And I think they, they tie in really well to what we were just talking about when it comes to meal prep. So if you wouldn't mind answering, you've got these last couple of questions. Oh, fun. Yes, go for it. I'd love to hear. So the first one is what is your favorite thing to cook? <laughs> okay, well, that's funny because I cook a lot of different things, but it's so funny. And I thought this was so weird, but one of my favorite dishes is called, I call it my tuna sardine casserole. 
And I know this is so silly and I was almost like embarrassed to share it, but now so many moms have actually cooked it and love it so they can see why it's so good. But what I love about it is like, it's like a comfort food, right? Like a tuna casserole to me is like a comfort food, but like you add sardines, you add coconut milk, like you use really healthy ingredients. I, I cook gluten-free, so they're gluten-free noodles. And I just find it to be really delicious and so fulfilling and our whole family loves it. So I would say that's one of my favorite things. It's definitely a monthly thing on the menu. If not, sometimes even twice a month, we can get it in. In fact, I think it's actually on my menu for tonight. Um, so anyway, I think that's so fun. And if someone's interested in the recipe, go over to my Instagram page. I, I saved it under one of my meal favorite highlights. So you can take a look for that. So it's so funny. Just a quick note here. Tuna casserole was like my favorite food growing up. Because oh, my no mom way. is not much of a cook. And and she knows this. We've talked about it. <laughs> and she's learned a lot about cooking um, through me and, and through us um, cooking together. And But that was one of the things that she made that I absolutely loved as a kid. And she would make it all the time. And But it's been years and years since I've had it. Um, because it's, you know, the way she yeah. made it is probably so not you know, the most health promoting. can try my tuna sardine casserole. Really, it is so delicious. And like I said, I'm just been kind of shocked how many moms have tried it. And they're like, wow, I did not expect this to be so good. So you have to let me know how it goes. Yeah, totally. So the second question is, so then what is your favorite thing to order or have maybe your husband cook for you or someone else cook for you? Oh, that's so cute. So Unfortunately, I don't really love ordered food. I, if I'm going to eat out, I actually m- much prefer to go to the restaurant. I find that actually part of the joy is like the ambiance mm. and like how they plate the food. So it actually is kind of ruined, I feel like, when it comes in like a styrofoam box and probably <laughs> because I also know the ill effects of like plastic and styrofoam. So that just makes me sad. But anyway, we still have to order food here and there, especially with kids. But I would say I would rather someone cook for me. Like that feels really good. And it's interesting, my my husband, I would say maybe, I, I, I guess there's not like a favorite food that he cooks, but I just think it feels so nourishing for someone to cook for me. So like, for example, during one of my postpartum periods, like having my mom come over and like cook for me. To me, it was like, it didn't even matter what she cooked. It just like was so nourishing to get like a home cooked meal from someone who like really knew that they wanted to help me. When my husband helps now on the weekends, cause that's like our new agreement. Just the fact that like, he put some time into it. He was standing by the stove. He now puts it in front of me. And I'm like, thank you so much. Like even whatever it is, I'm just so grateful. So it doesn't really matter what it is. I just find that when someone cooks for me, it's such a treat since I'm the one, you know, cooking a lot throughout the week. It's a nice shift of, um, of energy. That is so true. I feel the same way too, because I am the cook in our family. So mm-hmm. I love that. So over here on the Healthy Balance Mama podcast, we talk about what I like to call your beautiful balance. And you actually talked about this a little bit before, um, but I want to, I still want to hear your answer. And it's really going beyond sort of obsessing over food, but really finding nourishment and pleasure in food and life um, in a variety of different ways. So what does your beautiful balance mean to you? Mm, That's such a great question. I love how you phrased that. Uh, I mean, I did kind of speak on that because I eat so much food in the house that when I eat out, I get to enjoy it. Um, I think for me, the thing that like pops in my mind is actually ice cream. And I don't know why it kind of comes in because I actually only crave it or want it maybe every like four to six months. Like it's actually very rare that I want it. And I love that. Like I actually like that my body doesn't want it all the time. So that when it does, I really like celebrate it. And I even say to my husband, like, I'm feeling like ice cream. And he gets so excited because he's like, (laughs) he'll totally eat ice cream. He goes, really? I said, yeah, I'm like, let's go to an ice cream shop. And like, I love the idea of like, going into the ice cream shop and choosing a flavor and sitting down and just like savoring every little bite. And I love that my body enjoys it and then doesn't actually want it for another four to six months. And there's something so sweet about it that like makes me feel like I'm so excited that I could enjoy it without being hard on myself or like feeling like this wasn't a good decision or feeling guilty about it. Like I'm truly at a point in my life, we call it at Whole30, like I have food freedom from it. Um, I just literally feel free of that. Like I get to do that when I want to and it's such like a fun joy for me. It's so exciting when the craving or the desire comes up, we jump on it and then we get to enjoy it and it's like a fun memory until then the next time. So I would just say I'm, I'm so happy I've kind of come so far in my journey of health and wellness and, and, and food choices and such to not feel that type of guilt and to really just embrace it and enjoy it. 
Yeah, I love that. And that is what we are all about over here Mm -hmm. is living, you know, healthy, happy, whole lives, but having balance in that and not having guilt or shame around our choices. So Mm -hmm. I absolutely love that. Great. So can you share where my listeners can find you and all of the incredible things you have to offer? (laughs) Thanks. Yeah, well, the the best place is really going to medschoolformoms.com. You find my free courses there, my free downloads that, you know, I've already kind of shared. We'll put this in the show notes. Um, but one thing I really would love to offer your listeners is a, a discount off of my products. I already mentioned um, they can get 15% off any medicines they order, and that's just an ongoing thing. But for at least the month of maybe September to October, I would love to offer your listeners 15% off any of the guidebooks or the courses for Med School for Moms. Just simply for back to school time. Yeah, I really want to make this stuff um, affordable and workable. So go ahead and use the code. I think we said healthy mama and it will start at the day that this um, recording airs and it'll expire October 16th. So keep that in mind. Um, I, you know, I just, I, I love sharing. So if you don't find what you need on med school for moms, please visit me over on Instagram and you can follow me there at Dr. Ilana Romel. I just have so many awesome things to share and I love teaching moms. So there's definitely something for every mom out there. Thank you so much, Dr. Alana, for the discount, for sharing all of your wisdom with us today. I am sure the moms listening have gained an incredible amount of of information. And I mean, I'm ready to go over and and jump on and jump into some of your courses and grab some of your books. So I'm sure they are too. Oh, good. Well, good. Enjoy it. Please do. And really, I love sharing. So please, let's keep in touch and keep on doing the great work that you're doing as well. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. You got it. Okay, have a great day. Thanks for having me on. You too. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you, friends, so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy Balance Mama podcast. I truly hope it encouraged and inspired you today to live a healthier life without restriction. If you enjoyed this podcast, would you do me a huge favor and give it a star rating and review in iTunes? Every rating, review, and subscribe helps this podcast be seen and heard by more women who need to hear it. You can find me, Kristen, on Instagram and Facebook at Healthy Mama Chris or on my website, HealthyMamaChris.com. And don't forget to join us in the newly launched Supermama Society, a monthly membership to help you tune in to your intuition and nourish yourself without restriction to live like the Supermama I know you are. As a reminder, the information and opinions on this podcast are intended for information and inspiration only and are not a substitute for professional medical advice or treatment. Please consult with your healthcare practitioner before making any changes. Have a beautiful day, friends.